on BYU Sports Nation. We are the champions. Who needs scholarships anyway? A three-peat for the BYU rugby team as the Cougars take down powerhouse rival Cal Berkeley. Is this the best three-year span of a sport in BYU history? Rugby captain and Varsity Cup MVP Kyle Sumption is in studio to recap the title match. Plus, Brennan Lund of BYU Baseball in studio as the Cougs prepare for the team up north tomorrow. Ah. And the final two weeks of the West Coast Conference season. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Bienvenido a BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It is Monday, May 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I'm serious when I say this. I wish that we had mariachis behind us. <laughs> My mom grew up in the Mormon colonies in Mexico. So I, I, this, is, this is a national holiday for you, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's so next level for Jerem. I appreciate my Mexican heritage. Uh, my name is Spencer you, Linton, and that is Jerem Jordan, who is uh, 132nd Mexican, or whatever you are. Well, or, there's a difference between race and nationality. That's true. Right. That's true. What would your name be in Spanish? Harom? Yeah, Harom. Yeah, Harom. <laughs> exactly. In, in Brazil's Elder Jordan. Jordan. Elder Jordan. Wherever and however you may be joining us, great to have you with us. In the spirit of this day... We're extending our cultural, uh, cultural expertise to an event that you have marked on your calendars on August 29th. Countdown to Connecticut. Ciento dieciséis. That kind of worked. Ciento dieciséis. Thank you, Alan Miller, one of our production assistants. Or in other words, 116. 116 days. That is right until BYU takes on Connecticut in the college football season opener for the Cougars, a Friday at Rentschler Field in East Hartford, Connecticut. But what a weekend. Let, let's, I mean, let's not ignore the fact that BYU wins another championship. Q Queen, baby. It was awesome. It was awesome. I was there, was in the locker room after the, the match. Celebrating with some of the guys. A lot of bro hugs going around. I probably bro hugged more than I have in a long time. Uh, yeah, it was great. A win over Cal is always good in rugby. I mean, that's a big deal. So we say congratulations, or should I say felicitaciones, or in Korean, chukadrimida, or in Portuguese, Jerem. Parabéns. Harom. <laughs> Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever. And sound off on today's really, really intriguing Twitter question. So three titles in a row, three national championships in a row for rugby. So we ask, what is the greatest three-year span in BYU sports history? Man. I think that this is it with rugby. One team doing its thing in its sport, rugby. Use the hashtag BYUSN mm. on the Twitter. I mean, there are, you can make arguments for, for a few other sports. And we will. We'll discuss. But, man. That's... We've thought about three-year spans of all the different BYU sports ever. We th- in my opinion, this is the best. Three national titles. It's a dynasty. It, it is. This three is a dynasty titles. at the college level. Fourth overall for BYU, by the way. Use the hashtag BYUSN when you send in your reports. Listen to BYU Sports Nation at noon Eastern on BYU Radio. It's a Radio. report when it you is. send a tweet now? It's a report. It's a report. Is it a rapport? <laughs> I'm looking for a different word. Usually I say tweets, but that's a Cinco de Mayo, so I'm mixing it up. A report of 140 characters. Is this your Cinco de Mayo shirt? Kind of. Looks yes. nice. I'd I be like lying it. if I said I didn't wear this shirt. Probably kind of. give it a little bit of iron, but yeah, I know. It, was, yep. it was good. Yep, yep. 
Also, I think I have a piece of chocolate from my granola bar on it. <laughs> Super fun. <laughs> Listen to BYU Sports Nation at noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV and on BYUtv.org. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic 1. Three, Pete. Yeah, it feels good right now. But, you know, as Kyle said and as, as Johnny said, I'm just happy for the guys. I mean, you got Sumption here. He's been here now four years. I think he's he's lost one college game in four years, and that was this year against St. Mary's. This Is is this your fourth? It's my fourth. You know, and you have Lasiki, who's never lost a game. So, I mean, it's kids like that that make this all possible. 43-33 over Cal Berkeley for a third consecutive national championship. That was BYU rugby coach David Smith on winning that third straight title over the weekend at Rio Tinto Stadium, the home of Real Salt Lake in Sandy, Utah. The home of BYU rugby. That's That's seriously the the de facto home away from home for BYU rugby. Two of the last three titles have come on that field. You witnessed it in person. I I was calling baseball back here in Provo. How was the first-hand experience watching the national championship rugby? There was a good crowd, uh, 10,000-plus. It was exciting because it was live on NBC Sports Network. I was doing official stats for that. So I had two University of Utah rugby players around me. We got along for the day. You know, it was good. But they, before the match, they said, we played both teams, BYU and Cal, and BYU is 10 times better. I thought, what? Are you serious? Whoa. So in the match, BYU proved themselves. They showed that they weren't 10 times better, but that they were the better team. It's a 17-point game. Jordan Lowry had a nice game. BYU Sports Nation yeah. karma from Benefactor. Thursday. BYU uh, up by 17. Luke Maki, who's been on this show, threw the ball out of bounds thinking that'd be the end of the match. Cal then goes and scores to make it the 10-point game. But BYU essentially wins by 17. This is the previous two wins versus Cal were dramatic uh, penalty kick in 09 and then drop goal kick, a drop goal in 2013. This was not that way. It was not dramatic. BYU locked it up with like five minutes to go. Uh, Jared Whippy had his second try and it was over. BYU had 60 more tackles than Cal. How does that I was, happen? I was part of that stat How crew, does that happen? The official stats. 60 more tackles. 106 to 56. <laughs> BYU played a great game. Their, BYU's backs were much better. Paula Sique was rolling fools out there. I mean, it was a BYU has a great program. They've overtaken Cal right now as the team in college. Paula Sique has never lost a rugby match in a BYU Period. Uniform. Ever. He's never lost. Kyle Sumption, who David Smith uh, brought up and was standing next to him during that interview with the soundbite we played off the top of what's trending, uh, he, he lost one game at the collegiate level, which was against St. Mary's. This year. Yeah, they, BYU plays Super League teams. They're like semi-pro teams. There's no truly professional league in the United States. And BYU's dropped a couple the past couple of years, two or three. But when you talk about BYU versus college teams, they just don't lose, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Hola. Where's our maracas? One. BYU Rugby has lost one game to a collegiate team the last three seasons. Is that good? BYU's 44-1 the last three years with three <laughs> national championships. That answers my question. They are really good. They've lost one game to a college opponent in the last three years. That's ridiculous. It was to St. Mary's this year. Wow. 30 to 24. Congratulations, St. Mary's. That was your national championship. Seriously. But they, they avenged that loss, though, because they played them again yes, and then they beat did. them. And St. Mary's wasn't even in the Varsity Cup. They're not even, for some reason, they're not one of the legit teams in uh, 
in college rugby there. They play in a different one, and they'll probably win that national championship. There are two players on the BYU team that kind of went through the same, uh, started in 09, then went on a two-year church uh, mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Three with came back. La Cique. Oh, that's right. Three Kyle Sumption, Jordan Lowry, Paul La Cique, all freshman starters on the 09 team. Four that national won. They won four national that championships. They won four national championships. That is unbelievable. Nine, 12, 13, 14. Four. Three, like they, three against they Cal. They just don't lose. Three against Cal. That's big Wow. Cal. Okay, so between 2012 and 2014, BYU Rugby, with three national championships, one loss, and a member of Team USA, who, oh, by the way, will join us at the bottom half of the hour, Kyle Sumption. We've been asking you today, what, what are your uh, greatest three-year span teams in Cougar sports history? No other team in BYU history has won three national titles in three years. So how can it not be rugby? <laughs> that's, the, that's the question. So let's look at some of the other sports. We've thought about this. Men's volleyball, between 99 and 2001, won two national titles. 99 and mm. 01. 71 and 14. Women's cross country. They won in 99-01-02, so three in four years. That's pretty close. That's pretty good. Um, Men's golf, uh, between 78-79, and then the next two seasons, up to 80-81. This is basically uh, Danny Ainge's sophomore, junior, and senior years, if you coincide it with that. Fourth place nationally, second, and first. They won the national championship in 81. That's pretty good. See, I, I, I thought about women's cross country because I remember yeah, that. I remember that crazy dynasty run that they had right there. Men's cross country the last three years. Fourth, sixth, fourth. That's the best they've done. That's really mm-hmm. good. Then, it bring, then we come to the two biggest sports. Men's basketball. We've decided that Danny Ainge's sophomore, junior, senior years were the best three years uh, in BYU basketball history. Consecutive of any years. Era. Consecutive runs. Jimmer Fredette's era. That was pretty good, but because of the Elite Eight run, yeah. we're going to give it to Danny Ainge and them. You have to. So, so you go uh, 78, 79, 79, 80, 80, 81. Uh, 69 and 20, two WAC titles, three NCAA tournaments. They went one and done two years, and then the third year, the senior, Elite Eight. Which is, which is the greatest success that BYU basketball That's has ever had That's the best season in BYU tournament. basketball history. Yes. When, and I'm going to say that because they beat some teams they weren't supposed to beat. They were third in the WAC that year. You know what BYU did with Jimmer? They beat uh, a 14 seed and an 11 seed. They were supposed to win those games. What about football? Okay, football. We, this, is my, this is my opinion. Tell me if I'm wrong. You have to include the years in which they won a national championship. You just have to. That's the tops. Yes. 1983, 84-85. So Steve Young senior year and then Bosco junior senior. 35-4, and four, three WAC titles, a national championship. They're a top 20 team in 83. They beat Missouri in the Holiday Bowl on the throwback from Eddie Stinnett to Steve Young. Yes. 84, they win the national championship. 85, they lose three games, but they're still good. Still with Bosco. Okay, now I understand that football will always carry more weight than rugby. I understand that. But I'm talking about three, like a team in its sport, dominating its sport. Rugby has no peers in this. Three national titles in three years. You are the best three-year span team in BYU sports history. The argument you can make against that is, well, it's not... It's not a scholarship-driven sport. I don't care. I'm talking about that team in that sport. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I... Like women's cross-country is right up there, too. The men's volleyball team, right up there. If you're drawing parallels, really the only difference is they have no scholarships, and so there Isn't are... it harder to succeed maybe, without that support? Maybe. I don't know, is it? I mean, it? everyone else is like that in that sport. It's like the steroid argument. Wasn't everyone else cheating? Wasn't it an even playing field? Like... 
Get involved in the conversation. Send in your responses using the hashtag BYUSN. Let's scan the rest of our BYU Sports Nation beat. Things heating up for the NFL draft this week starts Thursday night. Kyle Van Noy, Cody Hoffman, and others like Daniel Sorensen, Ethan Manu Malayuna. They await their fate this week. Probably Saturday, guys, but hopefully we get a we get a Thursday. We get Van Noy on Thursday. Talk That'd to Daniel awesome. on Tuesday. He's still an optimistic. Uh, BYU Lacrosse lost the conference tournament title game to Colorado 15 to 8. The MCLA National Tournament starts next Monday, so one week from today, 7.15 Pacific Time in Irvine, California. BYU plays Virginia Tech. So back-to-back baseball games this weekend. Dave Rose, head basketball coach, and the new president of BYU, Kevin J. Worthen, they threw out respective first pitches on Friday and Saturday. We'll break down those throws. You'll see them. Up. You'll see them on the TV side. One we'll of them hadn't it. thrown a baseball in 20 years. Really? Worthen? Is- Worthen? Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to wait, Jerem. <laughs> what are some of the best superstitions among the BYU baseball team? Find out next as Brennan Lund, the outfielder, joins us in the studio. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Happy Cinco de Mayo! Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. We remind you, listen to BYU Sports Nation on BYURadio.org the BYU Radio iOS app, and on Sirius XM Channel 143. Simulcast now. We're on TV, on BYU TV, or on BYUtv.org. Hey, tomorrow night, BYU Baseball plays Utah. Yeah, you better watch this. This is going to be good. <laughs> the, the dramatic pause. The first time, it was 20-3. to 3. It was awesome. It's a special broadcast. It's live on KBYU locally in Utah. Uh, not on BYU TV, but KBYU, uh, as well as BYU Radio. Live at 8 Eastern time with Spencer and Gary Scheide on the call. Can we add some drama to this matchup with the super dramatic uh, sound effect? The Inception drop? BYU. <laughs> Utah. <laughs> it's just so much better. You, uh, and you don't even need to play that no. to amp it up because it's, it's BYU it's and Utah. And it brings it every time. Bring it on. And a perfect way to segue into our first in-studio guest, Brennan Lund, freshman star on the BYU baseball team, a guy who is stupid fast. I, th- I think he would qualify. You're stupid fast? Oh, dude, I, so that's fast. awesome. So fast. That's he, like faster than fast. He, he fast. leads off for BYU, leads the team in stolen bases. We're going to start with superstitions, though, Brennan, because superstitions in baseball kind of go hand in hand. What are your superstitions as you get ready for games or you're in games? Um, usually you should have a pregame routine. Okay. So you can get ready for games, and you go through the same thing right before a game, like, like, um, I'll go and hit in the cages underground before, and then I'll go out and I'll warm up and stretch and stuff. And then I'll hit BP, and then I'll throw and get ready for our pregame. And then I'll go back in, and I'll get ready for the game. So, so it's just routine. Yep, it's If routine. you mix it up, are you feeling super weird? Yeah, you got to do the same <laughs> thing every day. Okay, that, that all sounds like something I might do, like, normally. But I want to know like the 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 oddities that okay I got to put my right glove on first I got to put my certain laces on or what? I can only be chewing yeah. four sunflower seeds at one time <laughs> yeah tell me that stuff oh um I have a thing with my batting gloves I always keep them unstrapped because sometimes I feel like the pressure is different when I'm hitting I don't know <laughs> that's just one of the weird superstitions with me and I can't I n- always leave them unstrapped because it just feels weird when I strap them up because I've never done it when, so that's when one, you bat yeah when I bat when you bat okay yeah right. that's one weird. Superstition I have. Brennan Lund of BYU Baseball with us on BYU Sports Nation. What is the strangest superstition of any of your teammates um, that you've seen? Um, some pitchers, they, they just um, 
they stay in the clubhouse until game time, and they're they just show up and they go. Like that's one of the. It's like not really weird, but it's like one of the things I've noticed about them. Like our starting pitchers will do that. So I'm not sure about anything like weird. I haven't yeah, really noticed. That, well, that, is, that kind of is that weird. Is, like, where's Desmond? That, that is kind of weird. <laughs> I'm going to be the hermit pitcher. I'm yeah, just going to hang. They're just gonna, they come out and just throw. Where is Colton? Yeah. We started like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> when he was when when Colton Mahoney got the no-hitter, were you guys not talking to him between innings like that whole – Okay, just let him uh, be in the zone. Yeah, that's um, that's superstition too. <laughs> you can't you can't tell him like, oh, you're throwing no hitter because then it's like you're giving it up, kind of like you're like, oh, and then they end up like if they get a hit the next inning of their team, then it's your fault because like, <laughs> you that's talk just, to him. Yeah, you're the one that said it. You so, blew it. Yep, you blew it. That's what it is. Brennan so. Lund of BYU Baseball on BYU Sports Nation, a freshman center fielder, a guy who has great speed. I'm uh, just finding out BYU-Utah baseball game will be streamed live on BYUtvsports.com. So oh, great. So those on locally KBYU in TV. Utah, yeah, I can watch on KBYU Live. BYUtvsports.com. There's cool. always a way to watch BYU-Utah. Have you TV? had any kind of impact with that? I know you're uh, from South Jordan, but your games being on TV so much, friends, family that yeah, are able to um, watch you? I have family just in southern Utah. And um, they always watch games, and that's just like a couple hours away, but that's good for them because they end up watching the game. So and it's my grandparents. So nice, that's cool. Yeah. Do they, they complain about me? Have Brennan? they said anything about the <laughs> the crappy play by play? No. <laughs> that's good because because it's not. It's a good play. Oh yeah, thanks, Harome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Utah tomorrow night. When you beat a team twice, including a twenty to three. Romp back in March. How do you not walk into that game, at least with a little bit of swagger? Uh, uh, we're going to show up to the game like we did when we beat them 23. I mean, like, show up for the home crowd, and the home crowd gets us going. And it's just awesome to play at home, especially Utah, to come with that intensity, to come play and to come beat someone. So it's awesome being able to play at home, especially against Utah. Did you grow up a BYU fan? Oh, yeah. I've been so this a has fan. a lot of meaning to you when yeah, you play Utah? Yeah, it has a lot of meaning to me want to beat him really bad so yep is, is there I, I mean you want to beat him in a dramatic um sense like if it's essentially uh an, it's a non-conference game if you were in the same conference and knocked him out for the year or something that might be better but beating them 20 to 3 i mean i mean at what point was it laughable when did you start just um, having crazy fun with it when we had that big inning i think we scored 10 runs right yeah 10 runs in one inning that's when it was like they just were not even there anymore. It was like they were just <laughs> silent in the dugout, and it was the best feeling. <laughs> so. Beating Utah is always good, but I, I can't imagine just crushing them. I mean, and they, and they've they've got stuff in certain sports that they can bring. I mean, but it it probably felt good to get that one. Yeah, it felt really good. Mathematically, BYU baseball not eliminated from a, a potential spot in the approaching West Coast Conference tournament, but it's going to take some magic for sure. Uh, after dropping two of three, kind of in heartbreaking fashion to Gonzaga, how has your team rebounded, and, and what are you doing to rebound? I should say to get ready for the final six games of the season. Um, well, we've been playing a lot better these last couple of games. We've been playing with some intensity and showing up to play. So I think we had a shot at winning those games. So um, yeah, just show up to play and just show up to like we have a chance still, and not that we're already beaten. So show up and just to beat someone. Is there a greater sense of urgency this week uh, because they are the final four home games? Um, I feel when we play at home, I feel like we have lots more intensity and we just feel a lot 
better when we play at home, and that's when we play the best is at home because we have that home crowd. Brennan Lund of BYU Baseball on BYU Sports Nation, a center fielder, a freshman. You were one of the top 150 prospects, uh, according to several publications, coming out of high school. What was the hardest part, however, for you taking over for a guy like Jacob Hanneman, who was drafted in the third round by the Chicago Cubs? Like, what kind of what kind of self expectations did you have for yourself? Um, well, it's a big spot to fill. A center fielder is a big is a good spot, and um, it's hard to fill up a spot after someone that's done so well there. And just being so young, I just wanted to come in and just help out the team as much as I could. And um, that's it's like not that I'm trying to like be as good as him, but I'm just trying to help the team out and do as best I can to help the team. Trying to be you. Yeah. Absolutely. Brendan Lund, the center fielder for BYU baseball team, is on BYU Sports Nation. Friday night, Dave Rose throughout the first pitch, BYU men's basketball coach. And then the new president, Kevin J. Worthen, throughout the first pitch Saturday. Who threw out the better first pitch in your opinion? <laughs> Um, they're both really good. I was really surprised. So there wasn't really one that was better than the other. Okay. I feel like. Ooh, That's the safe, safe answer. Safe play. That's the yeah. safe, safe play by the freshman. <laughs> he doesn't get caught stealing often, and he won't get caught stealing right now. Here's a look at Dave Rose right there. See, that's... You have to describe it for the radio audience. I mean, he, he played baseball at Dixie College right down the middle. He hit the strike zone. President Worthen was kind of painting the corner. He had like I, a, tailing, <laughs> a tailing pitch. He's a former basketball player. But I, I thought both threw a tremendous first pitch. I threw out the first pitch two years ago, grounded it, just like straight into the dirt. <laughs> like the most embarrassing sports or unathletic moment of my life. Like, you know how there's normally like the first pitch is thrown, caught, and then there's like the token clapping? No one d- did anything. It was just like, oh. <laughs> like, I felt so stupid. Like, do, do you have first pitch um, advice for people that go out there? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, and, oh, yeah, and, and on right the TV here, here side, we, we just threw it. That's <laughs> and, tremendous. And on cue, Jerem Jordan. <laughs> Look at my hair. A, a, re, a, re, a flashback long. to when you went Hideo Nomo. Okay, yeah, first off, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go Hideo Nomo. I'm going to get off. I'm in a suit for one thing. I should just take. Why were you in a suit? Because <laughs> I was calling oh, the game, right. dude. Okay, okay. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's you, awesome. you want to evaluate my first pitch? Um. <laughs> I don't know. What Do else you have to say. words to Pathetic. describe that, Brennan? Pathetic. Oh. Yeah, just just throw it as hard as you can, and hopefully it goes there. That was kind of the problem was that I'm just <laughs> terrible. Brennan you know. Lund second on his Why team in pl- hits. <laughs> I was going to say to the guy, "Hey, thanks for not showing my first pitch." <laughs> you knew nope. that was coming. I know. You knew it. <laughs> I deserve it. Okay, not about me. Yes, yes, Brennan. Jerem just explained his most unathletic moment. I was playing kickball two weeks ago and slipped on some mud and got hit in the face with the ball instead of catching it. That was my most unathletic moment. Do athletes have unathletic moments? Oh, definitely. I've been hit in the face playing catch a couple times, <laughs> just missing the ball completely a couple times. Just, Ouch. Yeah, it's just sometimes you just it just happens. Like I don't know really why it happens, but it's probably just to keep you honest and true. Probably. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So Spencer calls the games. Brennan, I, w- I want uh, you to give Spencer a nugget that he could use about one of your teammates during tomorrow's broadcast. Yeah, give me that, something good, that, man. That if, that if that comes out, they're like, how did he know that? Oh, I got something really good. So okay. um, Jeff Barker, he wears a helmet in the dugout because that's a superstition. And um, he wears a he's helmet, a batting gloves, and he's a pitcher. And he wears it the whole game. <laughs> so that's... That's something no one knows, but he always wears it, and it's funny. So he wears a batting helmet, a batting helmet, and batting gloves, and batting gloves during and the game. And he never bats. Nope, he's a pitcher. <laughs> that's that's the 
superstition hey, bit we were looking for. Safety first, right? That is yeah. Fantastic. That is a that is a crazy superstition. Which, by the way, Mike Littlewood, uh, the head coach, gave us a bat, a BYU baseball bat for the set. We asked for a royal blue hat. He wouldn't give us one. So superstition. Can you, can you get us a blue hat, royal blue hat? <laughs> I can try. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the secret to turning everything around. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, have you heard about the BYU Sports Nation karma, Brennan? Um, no, I haven't. Okay, well, prepare to be indoctrinated because when you come on the show before a big game, you get this great karma from BYU Sports Nation, and you, then you go and you play well. So congratulations for playing well tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> thank you. That's I'm envisioning awesome. a, uh, at least a two-for-four with yep. uh, two RBIs and a, an great, extra base Great hit. catch in center field. Maybe a stolen, stolen base, base in there or something like that. Yeah. Do you mind signing our uh, Rise Up flag? Oh, of course. Everyone that comes on the show signs that. We appreciate that. Good luck tomorrow against Utah. I know you guys are 2-0, right? 2-0 against them. Yep. Uh, close win in Salt Lake, but the 20-3 win in uh, Provo should be good. Brennan Lund, ladies and gentlemen of BYU Baseball. Check him out tomorrow night. Up next, no scholarships, just championships. BYU Rugby tops in the college game for a third straight year. Three-time recipient of the BYU Sports Nation karma and rugby star Kyle Sumption joins us. You're listening to BYU Sports Nation. This is BYU Rugby Head Coach David Smith and URN BYU Sports Nation. That's a national championship coach you just heard. David Smith, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jeremy Jordan live from Studio B. He told me right after the game, I don't want to be here or be seen for about a week. I don't, I'm going to be on a beach somewhere. <laughs> but we're going to see him tomorrow. That's actually a pretty good impersonation. I've been around him a little bit the last couple of years. It is what it is. <laughs> Coach Smith, man. Is that a good impersonation? That's, Kyle Sumption, who now joins us. That is really good, actually. <laughs> Junior, captain, varsity cup MVP. Four national championships. Yeah, that's awesome. Four that's national awesome. championships. Three in a row. We're getting to the point now where you have so many that you just stop paying attention to where the trophies go. Literally, we, we asked, hey, can you bring in the trophy? And apparently no one knows where the Varsity Cup Championship trophy is. And we're on a walkabout, huh? <laughs> we don't know where it is. Where is it? I don't know. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> you don't know. Who cares? We're, we want another one. Well, so at the game, I, I see you guys, you know, it's handed to you. You raise it. And then all of a sudden, it has like this top to it. And the top goes flying <laughs> off, like doesn't break. It's kind of like it's a cup, and it has a lid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you get the lid back? We, we got the lid, but the lid did not come away without any damages. Ooh. It had a big old dent in the side. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't quite fit on like it did before. So, is this like the Stanley Cup where it travels to the next team, or um, does each team get? You know what? I think they're actually that's the that's the end goal is uh, start engraving things and make it kind of like the Stanley Cup and start passing it along. Well, uh, yeah, you got to find that to be able to pass along. <laughs> yeah, right? absolutely. I hope you find it. <laughs> but you have some, you have some hardware here that you brought in. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold this up for the uh, TV audience. I've, I've got the Varsity Cup medal uh, brought in here, and then the MVP, Kyle so, Sumption. Nice, nice plaque. Yeah, most valuable player. Congrats. So when you pick up something like that at you know at the game of games, uh, when does it uh, register in your own mind that wow, I just I just did something really special. Um, you know, I think I don't. I don't know. That's a tough question. I don't. I don't know if it's quite registered quite yet, even. So, you know, it's still kind of living on cloud nine the last couple of days and trying to take in everything that's happened. To be completely honest with you, you win MVP, you win, and then there's this cool like Rudy moment where the team lifts you up 
and uh, they're chanting BYU, and you're saying something else, which I couldn't make out exactly, but probably like, yeah, I'm awesome. I, I, I don't know what you said, but what, what, did that moment, what did that moment mean to you to have the team raise you up? No, I mean, it actually meant a lot. You know, so much more than the MVP, so much more than a lot of the little things. You know, it just it was awesome to see that they had my back and, you know, that they were, they were supportive. And your butt. Yeah, and my butt yeah. at the same time. <laughs> they, they raised you up. <laughs> Championship. Hugh Josh Groban. Yeah. Uh, yes. They're, they're, we're, we're watching the moment on the TV side of when you got lifted up by your opponents and, and you're chanting something. When you're in a professional arena like that, celebrating with 10,000 crazy fans, how was that experience as, as an athlete? Um, incredible. You know, that, that was, you know, that's the biggest crowd that I've played in here at BYU. Um, you know, and our fans are awesome. You know, we could hear them the whole entire game. You know, we could hear them rooting for us, which was awesome. You know, and then celebrating in the end was by, by far the most fun part. You know, it kind of took a little bit to get to that point, too, because, you know, we had to be respectful to Cal given their chance. But, you know, the whole time everyone wanted to just uh, start jumping up and down. So it was fun. And I was explaining the awkwardness associated with the end because Luke Maki throws the ball out of bounds thinking that's the end. <laughs> yeah. Then the ref says play on. And then Cal scores. They make a conversion, and it's chipped down to ten. You wanted it to be seventeen, right? That's better than ten. I know it was. It was a little bit disappointing the way that it actually. Thanks, Luke. It was actually. A, it was a penalty because you can't throw the ball out. You can only kick the ball out. Oh, okay. So the game probably would have been over, and we probably would have w- walked away with seventeen instead of ten, but just a little uh, player <laughs> error at that moment. I was wondering what happened because I was calling the BYU baseball game, and my producer was in my ear, and she said, "Okay, it's forty-three uh, twenty-six." And there's like a minute left. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, sweet. And then like 10 seconds later, she's like 43-33. And I was like, whoa, okay. But hey, we still won. Hey, you know, that, that was the thing. We knew at that point that it wasn't <laughs> enough for them to really come back. So, you know, it was fine. They could take another seven points. We were happy with it. Kyle Sumption of BYU Rugby, Varsity Cup MVP, and four-time national champion on BYU Sports Nation. You had one loss in your entire college career. It happened this year against St. Mary's. To a college team. To a college team. Sorry, yeah, let me reference that. To a college team. What did that loss do for this team in helping you get back to a national championship? No, that's a great question. It was our first real game of the season, you know, we'd play teams like UVU and Snow College. Nothing against them, but, you know, they don't bring quite the caliber that um, St. Mary's does. So that was our real first test. You know, it just helped us to realize that, you know, we aren't all that in a bag of chips. You know, we actually have to work for this. You know, we have to come out and be prepared. And, you know, I think had we not had that opportunity to lose that first game, I don't think we'd have the same team and the same brotherhood that we have at the end of the season now. Kyle Sumption, national champion, is on uh, BYU Sports Nation. Uh, captain of the rugby team. The thing that I noticed the most in the game was the amount of tackles since I was keeping the stats for NBC Sports Network. You, you had 60 more tackles than Cal. Yeah, how does that happen? They, they don't kick the ball as much. They'll try and just pick and jam and string together phases and whatnot. But you guys played great defense on Saturday. Yeah, I was – that was – I mean, that stat's kind of fun here. I, I actually did not know that. But, I mean, it was – you know, that's what won us the game, I believe, you know, was our, was our defense. And, you know, we spent a lot of time, I feel like, on our own goal line trying to keep them out. And, you know, I was very proud of, you know, everyone's individual efforts for, you know, keeping them out because that was, that was frustrating at times, you know, playing that much defense. Kyle Sumption of BYU Rugby on BYU Sports Nation after a fourth national championship in his career, three consecutive. Our Twitter question today is, what is the best three consecutive year era for any sport at BYU. Jerem and I are having a hard time coming up with anything outside of rugby because it always ended in a national championship. 
Uh, I'm guessing that you're going to go with rugby, but uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll let you answer the question. You know what? I'm going to 100% go with rugby. So. <laughs> That's a fair answer. And this era has come after uh, 09. There was this huge build. You were a freshman on that team. Uh, started in that game with Jordan Lowry and Paul Asike. And you guys have, have built this thing into a dynasty where you, are, you have overtaken Cal as the team to beat in college rugby. Uh, what, what kind of transformation has happened for BYU to do that? Um, you know, I think, I think it's just kind of the tradition. You know, we've, years past we've gone into that game, you know, hoping to win, hoping to compete. You know, now we're at a different place where we, we go into that game you know, knowing that we can win and knowing that we can compete with any team that we come up against. I um, mean, you know, also there's been, you know, a big, big push with our team. You know, BYU has been much more supportive. We get facilities like the weight room. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's been some other things that have helped us succeed, and, you know, we can't take that for granted either. Did, did that change in 09? That did. It was 09 was our first year. Okay, and that's the first time you win right. uh, the national championship. So you guys have uh, been tremendous. And the crowds that you get at Southfield, especially for the Utah game, I mean, this is big time. It's like it's like a women's soccer game when they get the huge crowds as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we we like to compete with women's soccer. Try to get more than them every year. So, they're, but they're tough. You know, those women's they're, soccer they're girls good. are tough. Oh, is that is that like a known rivalry there between you and the no, women's soccer team? I don't, I don't team? think so. I don't think so. I think <laughs> it it's is just now. The, the, the guys, you know, we always talk about who has who has had the most fans at Southfield, and you know, I'm not sure who it is right now, but I I'd probably say it's probably pretty close between us. So your buddy Paul Asike. Because he was not playing with the team when you lost to St. Mary's, now he has the distinction of never having lost a game. Yeah. Is he going to hold that over your head for a while? Uh, you know what? I hope not, but you know he very well might. So, <laughs> but I'm, I'm hoping not. Well, we would have won if I was playing. <laughs> right. You know that there might be some truth in that as well. So he's a great player, and we've been grateful to have him for the last part of the season. Kyle Sumption, the rugby captain, is on BYU Sports Nation. How has Paula C.K. Uh, helped this team by being on the football team? Um, you know. If you watched our game against Navy, you know you might have seen a highlight of him just trucking. Oh yeah, boomstick Navy players. You oh, know, yes. so you know it's it's brought him. I, I believe a new physicality to his game. You know, he's he's much more willing to go through guys instead of around them. Um, you know, and the football team, you know, teaches you hard work and dedication, which is a big part of our our program as well. And so I feel like that definitely has affected the way he plays. And has it helped the team as a whole? Him being on the football team. Um, he, he's taken away from some of the games, but it seems like you get a little more pub in the football games, right? No, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's – and also, you know, he, it has made him a better player for sure, but it also gives us a lot more, you know, publicity and recognition by the fact that every time he, he's on the football field, they, they like to mention that he also plays rugby. So that helps us as well. So It's exposure. Exposure, absolutely. Yeah. Kyle Sumption is on BYU Sports Nation, four-time national champion in rugby. He's a junior, the Varsity Cup MVP. The list goes on and on and on. Uh, when you're getting ready for, I guess, the final campaign, what, I mean, what, what else can you do, man? What, what else can you do to, to get better? Be Cal by 17. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I think just not so much getting better, but just staying consistent. I think that's going to be our end goal. You know, just trying to just keep the progress, keep the momentum going. And, you know, next year, whoever we face, whether it's Cal or somebody else, you know, beating them and walking away again with another victory. Because, you know, we've, we're back in the weight room today, and that's our end goal for next year. Really? Today? Today, today yes. Wow. 
No complacency. Absolutely. I love it. I, I mentioned this in a uh, pre-production meeting a couple days ago. Getting close to the BYU rugby team, being roommates with Steve St. Pierre, who was the captain in 09, getting to know Ryan Roundy, and now you're the captain and you played eight-man. There's something about being the captain where you, you kind of, I'm serious about this, you like transform into the, the guy on the team. <laughs> like You're the leader. You are the captain now. Have you felt some, any kind of transformation or, or seen that in y- your leadership with the team? You know, I, I have seen transformation myself for sure. You know, I'm not sure if the guys could say that about me. They but... lifted you up. <laughs> they saw it, Kyle. No, no, I'm but... awesome. I'm awesome. <laughs> Hashtag everything is awesome. <laughs> but, but for sure, I've seen a transformation myself, you know. And um, it's kind of what happens when you follow such great examples like Steve St. Pierre and Ryan Roundy. You know, you, you really have to feel such big shoes. And, you know, I'm not sure if I've quite done that or if I ever will be able to quite fill their shoes. But, you know, I'm going to try – for sure to be the example that they were not only on the field, but off the field as well. You're having, uh, engaging in a prominent role now with Team USA Rugby. What's the update on, on the front there for you and moving forward with the national team? Yeah, so um, then in May, I go to Denver with them, um, and we have a camp, and then they're going to make the selections for that camp. And if I make the selections, then I will go to Texas, play Scotland, and then in California, we'll play Japan wow. and uh, Canada. Excuse me. Yeah. When's that camp? Um, it's believe May 29th through the 1st of June. Okay. So, and then right from there, we leave to Texas. So it'll be all, all of June. Ho- hopefully I make it, you know, I, I feel pretty confident about it, but that's kind of the goal. Awesome. At CVD 6262 has a question for you. Uh, you, you moved to, uh, eight man or number eight for the finals. Was this to get you more touches? Um, it, yeah, for all intents and purposes. Yes, it was. Yeah. And, it, and, okay. it and it worked. Simple. And, <laughs> and, and he they said, won. P.S., it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kyle Sumption with us on BYU Sports Nation. You are a three-time recipient of the BYU Sports Nation karma. Would you like it a fourth time to go along with your four national hey, titles? I would really appreciate that. For Team USA? For Team I USA. I think that's the yeah. next step, right? I would love that. Yeah, absolutely. We now bestow upon you, <laughs> for the fourth time, the BYU Sports Nation karma. Hey, thank you very so much. So go and succeed. <laughs> Have you been on the show four times? Uh, yeah, at least four times. So. At least four. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Right? I, th- I think that that worked out with BYU rugby. I really think it did. Okay. I think the stars align. When you're a national champion four times, you, you earn the mic to give some shout-outs. There are a lot of people watching you on BYU TV and listening to you on BYU radio. Uh, now's your opportunity to uh, take a few seconds. Tens and, of millions. And uh, <laughs> give them a shout-out over the, the mic on this national simulcast. Yeah, I mean, I think who I'd like to give the shout-out to is just all the players. You know, we have 64 guys on our roster. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, there's only 15 that start and 23 that get jerseys. And so there's a lot of guys that get forgotten about. So my shout-outs to all of them because we wouldn't have made it there without them. You know, and my mom would be real frustrated right now if I did not say her <laughs> name. So I'm also going to say my mom. <laughs> 64 well guys done. and my mom. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's well played. Kyle, great to have you with Congratulations. us. Congratulations. Hey, thank you very much. And guys. happy Cinco de Mayo. Hey, I appreciate that. I didn't realize, <laughs> but thank you. So BYU basketball coach Dave Rose critiqued our throwing prowess not long ago. President Kevin J. Worthen, the new guy in town at BYU, he threw out the first pitch over the weekend. We'll take a closer look and discuss next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. This show is also on demand. Yes, it is. Isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. I'm now going to read something. Okay. No, I'm going to do it memorized. Audio is available every (laughs) afternoon, BYUSportsNation.com, video, BYUTV.org, slash DVR. So you missed the show live. No worries. 
You can always listen or watch it after the fact. We've got you covered. Basically, if you don't watch, we will be severely offended. But we'll probably never know. Yeah, we probably won't know. So just don't tell us. We're just going to assume that everybody everywhere is watching all of the time. I don't ex- assume that. Okay. But I hope that a lot of people are. Speak for yourselves, Spencer. Oh, okay. I got it. Okay. Good for you. Over the weekend, uh, I called BYU Baseball. You were at the Rugby National Championship experiencing that. I had a great opportunity during the Saturday game to interview the new president of BYU, Kevin J. Worthen. He yes. was just an outstanding I heard about individual. This. I mean, it was a great interview. Uh, he stayed for basically the entire sixth inning, and while he was up there, BYU scored four runs to take a four to one lead. And so we're like, "Don't leave! Don't leave! We're, we're hesitant to let you go." He <laughs> leaves, they lose six to four. Oh, <laughs> what? That's the reason? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh. Anyway, so I'm sure I will be discussing that with the President Worth the next time I see him. See, should should have stayed with us. Sorry, President, I have something to discuss with you. He threw out the first pitch, and he told me that it had been over 20 years. Since he had thrown a baseball. Wow. So he had to like go out and warm up. I think he said it was with his daughter or his, his granddaughter or his niece or something where he's like, yeah, I'd, I had to go throw a few pitches. And like after like the third throw, my arm was just like hurting. Oh, wow. <laughs> but then he goes out on the mound and delivers like this tailing fastball that hits the inside corner of the plate. And I was like, man, I was impressed what an with, athlete. I was impressed with his throw. You know, it's it's not going to win a speed competition per se, but Tim Wakefield thinks that that's a fast pitch. <laughs> and I think that it was a strike. So then you juxtapose that with Dave Rose on Friday. And Dave Rose is a former baseball player. He at, played at, at Dixie, Dixie College. He hit 421 one year there. At one time, he had an errant throw and hit the BYU baseball van. Against a BYU JV, he told us, <laughs> yes. in March. So he gets up there and fires a strike that paints the corner. Kevin J. Worthen, I thought... Probably a ball just barely outside. May, maybe he might the have corner. gotten the call. We'll give him. It was we'll give him the benefit of the doubt so that we can keep our jobs. But uh, yeah, I, I was impressed by those two pitches. And then you throw mine in there, and I just look like the worst pitcher ever. Then there's Jerem Jordan two years ago wearing a suit, getting ready to call the game, and you decide to Hideo Nomo well, it. Uh, and if you're not familiar with Hideo Nomo, you, he turns his back to the catcher almost like it's a blind yeah, yeah. approach. I was like. Like shaking off pitches, I'm like looking at the runners uh, fictionally at first and third, and then I just throw it in the dirt. I have that <laughs> ball, and yeah, it's dirty. It's scuffed up. What was your initial reaction right after you threw it? Oh, I am terrible. <laughs> that's edited. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny, man. I was embarrassed. I said it with Brendan Lund, but I mean, I, I throw the pitch, and then normally there's like a... You know, just a little clap like, Jerem Jordan, or whatever. Nope. Crickets. No one answer. No clap or anything. It was like, (gasps) it was more like this. (gasps) Like something terribly wrong happened. The collective gas. Yes, it did. I I bruised something that day, and it was my ego. (laughs) (laughs) You still haven't recovered. The new BYU president, Kevin J. Worthen, spoke with us again during the sixth inning. He brought his karma up to the set, and I... We we gave him on May first mm. without him being here. Yeah, you yes you we just did. went yes out we on did. a limb. You're yeah. like, I'm going to give it to him for his tenure, and I Absolutely. was like, whoa, and it felt good. And I just like, I feel good about this. So I asked him about this during that interview in the sixth inning. We gave it to you on day one without my even being without you. We kind of just gave it to you, and we're hoping that you would feel the effects of that. And you said that you've had a, a good three That's days. That explains why things have gone so well so far. <laughs> and I'll take that karma and any other I can get. Does it get any better than that? There you go. That's the president of the university with the BYU Sports Nation karma 
and saying, I, I've had a really successful three days off air, he was like, man, no wonder things are going so well. <laughs> <laughs> and on air, as we just heard. On, yeah. So I'm like, we're going to bring that up again. And so uh, we did. But just this A-classy individual. I don't, under, I don't know if you know how smart he is. He is, like, ridiculously smart. He's, he's an amazing person. We're lucky to have him as president of BYU. Yeah, got a law degree. I mean, he, he's the man. We've known him for a couple of years now, and he's been fantastic with broadcasting with athletics. So I'm excited for, to see what he can do as BYU president. I think it's uh, a great pick. Uh, I think he's the number one overall pick. One of the sports teams got a national championship in his first three days, mm, BYU yes. Rugby. We hoped it was two, but we'll take one. That brings us back to our Twitter question. What is the... Best three-year span of any one BYU sport. We're talking consecutive years. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Let's uh, read some tweets here. And, uh, Jeremy, I know you think BYU rugby. Have you seen anything else besides rugby in that three-year span? Oh, yeah. At David Mangum says, 83 to 85, two separate quarterbacks in the top three in the Heisman voting as well as the national title. That's not bad. It's hard, it's hard to argue that, that rugby is over football, but we're just talking about that team and that sport. We're not saying which sport is greater or more important. It's just like which team dominated its individual sport more than the other. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, a loaded Cougar whip around. One of our golfers is headed to the big time. We explain next. This is BYU Sports Nation. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Bienvenido again. We're approaching the final block of BYU Sports Nation. I played trumpet back in the day. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. You know what time it is, brother? You know what it is. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Rugby. BYU beat Cal Holler. 43-33 in the Varsity Cup National Championship Saturday to win its third consecutive national title and fourth in program history. Congratulations to BYU's most successful sports program. Baseball. After beating Gonzaga Thursday, the Cougars lost Friday and Saturday. To the Bulldogs, 4-3 and 6-4. Uh-huh. BYU now just 4-23 and 23 when they when they allow Spin four runs out. or more. Or allow four runs or more. Come on. Mm. Still love them. Got to be better. BYU hosting Utah live Still on KBYU <laughs> and BYU Radio at 8 Eastern time. Love those Softball. Guys. And on BYUTVSports.com. That's right. Softball. BYU took three from Pacific on the road over the weekend, winning 3-2, 8-0, and 9-6. Cougars lead the WCC at 9-2 and in conference play. Next up. Doubleheader with Utah Valley tomorrow night. Lacrosse. The men's team lost the Rocky Mountain Lacrosse Conference Tournament title game Saturday to Colorado 15-8. That's all right. The MCLA National Tournament starts for the Cougars next Monday, 7-15 Pacific time in Irvine, California. Cougars in the PGA. Daniel Daniel Summerhays finished in the tie for 55th place at the Wells Fargo Championships with a score of one over par. <laughs> Mike Weir finished a stroke back at two over par and in the tie. <laughs> that bird is not indigenous to this place. Indigenous? What? In the tie for 57. Weren't those crickets? Yeah, those were crickets. <laughs> About to be eaten by birds. Daniel Summerhays made the field. <laughs> nice. You're right. For this week's Players Championship at the TPC Sawgrass. That's big because yes. it's usually just the top 50 players in the world golf rankings that are invited. Can you imagine if somebody turned like tuned into BYU Sports Nation and the first the first thing they heard was like our Cougars in the PGA and after like five seconds they're like, no, I'm done with this show. Man, this show is terrible. Done. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, Carlos Padilla, the we executive is, director is, of the Miami Beach Bowl. Holler. 
We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk to him and David Smith. Man, I bet the Cinco de Mayo coach. in Miami is crazy. Well, more Cubans there That's than true. Mexicans. But, That's true. Yeah. Maybe a stretch. David Smith, rugby head coach, another national championship. Hopefully he can track down where the trophy went. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. Rise and shout today goes to... I'm going to give it to you and our producer, Ben Bagley, because... Well, Ben, yeah, that's fine. Not me. I Rugby, won't, dude. I, I, well, yeah, rugby too. Rugby already got it a million times. Can I not give you my own to- personal rise and shout? I woke up late today and they carried the brunt of this show. So thank you. What's new? Thank you. (laughs) I'm going to get up and walk off the set. (laughs) Uh, No, I want to give it to, of all the days to give it to rugby, today's the day because they won the national championship. Again, Again. Kyle Sumption, the captain, leads them to victory. I'm serious when I say there's this transformation of becoming the man, like leading that team. He be, he's he become was the man. The guy. He's the next generation of uh, Steve St. Pierre and Ryan Roundy. Man. It's like, I want to I say it's like the middle linebacker at BYU. Like, if that, like the Cameron Jensen, you know, uh, you become the man on that team, the leader. Like, he's become that guy. Kyle Sumption, four-time recipient now of the BYU Sports Nation Karma. What is the greatest three-year span in BYU sports history? Let's go to the Twitter machine. At I do rock the Y. Best three years. My upper division intramural ultimate frisbee team went thirty-two and one. We won three championships. No scholarships. Hashtag three t-shirts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> At CJ Hershey. Hershey. Yeah. CJ Hershey. Sorry. Nineteen eighty-one to eighty-four. That would be four years. But uh, football national title, Sweet Sixteen, and basketball golf national. Title. Oh, he's going so, three different so he, sports. He clumped everything in, right? Okay. So that three-year span for the whole athletic department was really yeah, good. That yeah, that was amazing. Totally. At Haas P, BYU Sports Station, twenty fourteen to twenty seventeen, three straight undefeated football basketball years. Jimmer leads the that Bulls to awesome. two titles and gets an MVP. That would be awesome. Hey, thanks to Brendan Lund, Kyle Sumption, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Station. Episode of the show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com every afternoon and on BYUTV.org slash DVR. Jerem's throwing stuff again. I am Spencer Linton. Thanks to our entire fantastic crew. Shout out to Mark Bigelow, BYU Sports Nation. Back at it tomorrow.